the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black. What is up with my throat today? You know, it's kind of funny. I probably say to myself every day, um, I'm kind of lucky. I've never really lost my voice. I think there was one time in 20 plus years of doing this where I was like, everybody's everybody. Like I was that kind of messed up, but typically not so much. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about money, investing and more. Um, that's kind of what we do on the show. We talk about money and investing and uh, getting ahead. That's the goal. It doesn't always work, but that's the goal, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I don't think I have any tickets today, which is kind of nice. Um, a couple sources out there. I am a big fan of the New York Times. Um, I'm a big fan of institutional research. I'm not necessarily, sometimes you have to be very cautious. Like if you read like a Business Week or a Forbes You'll look and you'll see, like, the guy who just wrote that article is 22 years old. He's out of Harvard. So he's ever, never actually had a job. He's sitting in his apartment and uh, turning in, in um, revisions and drafts of, of articles. But he's writing business stories about he has no experience. I like a little bit of experience, I'll be honest with you. So um, whether it's buying real estate or people who've been in the stock market or, you know, car salespeople. You know who I like to talk to is, um, I've got a friend who owns a car dealership and I'll go, what's the best car in your product lineup? And he has an answer. I'm like, what's the best paint? And he has an answer. He's got the experience. He's seen, you know, the, the gray paints come back or the black paints like chip too quickly or dry too quickly. Or, I'm like, really? I'm always impressed with uh, smart people, uh, that have that out there. Self-driving vehicles have been a big story now let's say three years, right? Since Tesla started kind of rolling out their autonomous project. Um, and you're seeing, you know, what are we going to do with self-driving vehicles? Are we going to have them, you know, drive us in snow or maybe, maybe, maybe more like a, a quarry where all you need is a truck to drive left and right, you know, go dump rock this place, move truck back, go dump rock this place. And the car can do it all itself, right? But, oh, the buses, the campus shuttles, the... Your car could park itself. Notice that the years start to add up and, you know, obviously it's a learning process and you got to learn from mistakes and uh, clearly, which would I rather have a self-driving car or a drunk teenager, a self-driving car. Cause at that point you have self-driving cars and have uh, a lot more years experience because of how many miles so many people are putting on the vehicles. And then the, all that data is being shared. Whereas a teenage kid who has a beer or two and gets in a car, whoo, it's kind of crazy to think about, right? 
800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about money, investing, and more. Um, I tried to do a show for you that is, is as honest as I can make it. It doesn't always work out the way I want it to. Um, some days I'm, I'm more hyper-focused on the stock market. I'm not hyper-focused on the stock market right now. We are having eight straight weeks of upness. And you're saying upness? Come on, Rob. Didn't your mother teach you how to use, uh, speak better than that? No. I'm a monkey. <laughs> and now you're saying monkeys speak better than you do, Rob. Um, but eight straight weeks of up, you kind of get a little comfortable. I don't want to use that word because that's not quite right. You get uh, complacent. I think that's probably what I'm looking at. Uh, I'm like, let's take a look at the jobs numbers. Okay, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. And uh, I'm all about the jobs numbers, right? Uh, anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Amazon's got a big mouth Billy Bass, which is pretty funny. The big bass, big mouth Billy Bass. Say that a couple times, right? And they've hooked Alexa up to it. So you can say, hey, Alexa. Uh, and you can even change the name from Alexa to, hey, 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 ba- hey, fishhead, play Rob Black and Your Money. <laughs> hey, Alexa, play Rob Black and Your Money. Hey, Siri, play Rob Black and Your Money. So everyone's phone's going off right now, which is kind of funny. Anyway, Amazon has come up with this phone, uh, Big Bass Billy Mouth, Big Mouth Billy Bass. So they've come up with that, right? And what's interesting to note about that is they don't have to be right. They're letting other people develop the product. They're just licensing the technology, right? And if, if, if it's a hit for them, it's a hit. They don't necessarily care. Now, that's the little problem with that is the quality control starts to come sometimes come back to you. Now, I love the idea of a talking fish mounted on a wall that's not really a fish, and it moves, and it's kind of creepy. I get it. Love the idea. But what happens if they do this a little bit too much? You go back to Microsoft and the PC, and Microsoft was like, we will do, every, we will solve every problem on this PC. We won't be a closed system like Apple. Apple was like, you have to use Apple printers. Oh, Apple, you have to use Apple monitors. That was the problem for uh, Microsoft is you got a lot of blue screens of death because they put so many drivers in your computer. They mucked up the registry pretty consistently, pretty quickly, right? Point being is uh, the blue screen of death kind of tainted, kind of haunted Microsoft for years. Um, And that's out there. I don't know. So I was talking to a financial planner the other day. And... uh, we were talking about the stock market drama and how it kind of affects different people. Um, a lot of people will say, well, I'm going to change my strategy because the market got different, got more volatile. Or I'm going to, like, I bought a company for one reason, but now because the market's acting this way, I'm out. So a lot of people look at their portfolio performance on a very, very short term. Um, and you got to be a little bit cautious on it. Is it time to dump your current basket of investments? That should never be the question. It's too blunt. Um, it's too it's too much. You should go, I'm going to trim things a little bit. I'm getting a little bit nervous. I'm, I'm seeing the economy slow down. I'm seeing, like, what's next after tax cut benefits? What's next after corporate tax gains? Uh, what's next? A lot of people are like, I got to go all or nothing. I like to trim around those scenarios. 
if I have a tree in the yard, yeah, it's going to come out if it's cracking the foundation or something like that. But I just need to clear up some space to, you know, cut down on the shade. You know, I'll trim it. I'll trim it every three to five years, right? So a lot of people try to mitigate downside risk, but they fail to understand that that's market timing. I've never met a market timer with a million dollars. There's one really super famous market timer. Well, there's a lot of market timers, but there's one super famous one. Her name was Elaine Garzarelli. And somehow she predicted exactly when to sell the market. And she was exactly right. And the market went down like 30 or 40% after she said it. Do you have any time she said the market's going to go up or the market's going to go down that she was wrong? A lot. So quit trying to be a market timer. You're not. Trim if you're a little bit nervous. And if you get too nervous, like if you have to break into the uh, antidepressants or something to calm the nerves, maybe alcohol. If you get too anxious, investing's not for you. You need to turn it over to someone else who can handle the, the pressure for you. Let's take a quick look at the top stories of the day. Um, still speaking of which, um, there's not a lot of breaking right now. So there's nothing that looks like it's on fire that we have to deal with immediately. You see Berkshire Hathaway doing more of a buyback. They're, they're loading up on banks. They're cutting down on Apple. That's a big one. Cause I know Apple is a big employer around here and I know a lot of people, you know, are Apple fanboys, so to speak. Um, and it is kind of a thing. But uh, that's a story out there today. Charlie Munger's out there today talking about Amazon's headquarters. And he's Charlie Munger is the right-hand man for Warren Buffett at Berkshire Hathaway. He's been with him since the beginning, essentially. Charlie Munger's a weird-looking dude. He's one of those people that's like over 75, and one of his eyes is like super tiny, and the other one's like super big. So I had to call him Mr. Big Eye, Mr. Small Eye, but that's just me being a jerk. But um, he said states are driving away rich people, and he thinks it's pretty dumb. Driving the rich people out is pretty dumb if you're a state or a city. There are a number of places that have shot themselves in the foot, Connecticut, California, and New York City. I think it's really stupid of the state to drive the rich people out. They're the old. They're the, they keep our hospitals busy. They don't need to burden your schools, police departments, or prisons. Who wouldn't want rich people? Now, listen to that quote. He's basically he's a rich, wealthy guy. And he's saying, who wouldn't want old people to live near you? Who wouldn't want rich people to live near you? In large part because they keep your hospitals busy. I know, can't have enough plastic surgeons, right? Um, they don't burden the schools. Uh, most of my rich friends, there they got their kids in private school, right? Police departments or prisons. They're not, like a, they're not getting arrested on a regular basis. So rich people are good. I know we're going to open up a zoo one day. And there's going to be rich people in it. And we're going to go and say, ooh, look at the rich people. Or maybe there's going to be poor people. I don't know which one it is. It's one or the other. But that zoo is going to end with a, a feast. We're going to eat. One of one group's going to eat the other group. I'm adamant about this. So Charlie Munger says, City shouldn't, he thinks New York City made a mistake by driving out uh, Amazon. It's an interesting dilemma. Affordable housing. Like, for instance, the Bay Area is about to see Lyft come public. Uber come public, a um, couple more come public. It's going to be a big IPO year, 2019, and that just means bear home prices are going to go higher. When you when you mint a millionaire, 
millionaire say, I want a house, I want a boat, I want a girlfriend. <laughs> or something like that. I don't know in which order. I'm Rob Black. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial money. Money and money. Like I said, all things financial. Money. Um, insurance, investing, buying houses. Buying cars. Um, I think the average person should never, ever buy a new car. I think you should always buy a two-year-old with some sort of warranty on if you're worried about the durability. Um, I buy a lot of Toyota products because Toyota makes a lot of products. <laughs> and um, Because of that, their, their parts for when things break are cheaper than other companies. They use a lot of the similar design product. So... They kind of mass. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is there's so many ways to go about your life in saving money and investing money and like uh, understanding money. So open your mind up a little bit. When I see a Raiders game, I'm like, man, that's a lot of people who don't have retirement funds throwing away a lot of good money. When I see people in uh, casinos, I'm like, wow, that's a lot of retirees who are throwing away money. They probably should be saving for healthcare costs in the future. Like that's the way I see the world. So one of the areas that, as an investor, goes about these things is Barron's. I really like Barron's, and it's spelled B-A-R-R-O-N-S. Kind of like Donald Trump's son, but with two R's instead of one. I know you're saying, now I'll remember that forever. You mean Barron Trump? Yes, Barron Trump. But Barron's is a great Saturday read. Um. I don't get in my newsstand because I don't have a newsstand, but I'll go to the convenience store and grab Barron's on a Saturday, or I'll get the subscription and, and have it delivered. It's it's to me it's it's all things financial. One of the things that they recently did was the hundred most sustainable companies in the United States. Sustainability is driven by a lot of passions, typically of the CEO. It's based on you know the corporate chieftain. Trying to say, like, what can we do to be a good citizen? Voya Financial, the insurer and retirement savings company, they're on the top list. And you're like, who's Voya Financial? Big insurance company, big retirement saving product company. Um, and you should do some homework on these lists. I love lists. Um, like, I'll go, if I get bored, I'll go, I wonder if there's an ETF tied towards marijuana i wonder if there's an etf tied towards race cars i wonder if there's an etf tied towards semiconductors and i'll start seeing all the semiconductor names i'll go huh okay we know intel we know amd we know nvidia we know broadcom we know qualcomm we know and you can go to texas and you can go through the list of like and you're like who's this little company it's a great way of keeping your brain active that's honestly one of the best things i like about my job is i get to study companies Best Buy is the number one most sustainable company in the United States, which means they practice environmental and social impacts. They have strengthened governance. Um, for longer-term investors, these are important metrics. Um, HP's on the list, Agilent, Clorox. 
I know you're saying you can invest in Clorox, which, by the way, let me tell you a quick story. And uh, I'm a little bit sidetracked. But uh, if you put a little bleach, oh, say, in your own milk, because you have roommates who are, how shall we say, drinking your milk. And the roommate drinks it and he thinks he's been poisoned, calls poison control, and then he, the police get involved. It's probably not a good idea, unless you happen to know that bleach is not an agent that can kill people. It'll give them massive diarrhea long before it kills them. But I'm just saying, hypothetically, I might know this. So if you want to give your, your spouse diarrhea, put a little bleach in their milk. What says I love you like diarrhea? Anyhow, I'm off topic. Badly off topic. Um, William Sonoma. You know what I like about William Sonoma? Americans like uh, to furnish their homes. And furniture is crazy expensive. If you get good stuff, if you get the Ikea stuff, you're going to sit on it one day and it's going to break and you're going to say, well, I got kindling wood now for the fire, except for in California, no natural fires anymore. It's all gas things, but you can always throw it in a gas stove, I suppose. Cook it up. I don't know. Starbucks is on the list of most sustainable companies. Decker's Outdoor, CenturyLink, Sunoco, Key Corp, Church and Dwight, Estee Lauder. Oh, you want to hear Rob's politically incorrect statement from the 90s when doing the radio show? I said, you can invest in companies like Estee Lauder. Look at the long-term track record of Estee Lauder. And I said, <laughs> there's always going to be ugly women. I said that on air enough to like get the point across that makeup's not going away. And it was, I was young. I was foolish. I apologize. I'm in the, the I'm in... Oh, I'm in, I've, I've had a lot of therapy and I don't mind saying that, but Estee Lauder, they were making makeup when you were a little boy or a little girl, right? So you know that they've got some sort of sustainability to their product. I'm not calling them the last man standing, but like I said, there's always to be ugly people. Oh, see, that's the political correct way of saying it. Or now do you have to say there's always going to be people without good looks? I don't know. What's the positive? Remember when we decided, like, you can't say someone's smelly. You had to say they're malodorous. No, I don't remember that either. But just in case, I was checking to see if you did. Um, you're malodorous today. <laughs> anyway, Estee Lauder is on that list. Again, do you think we're going to need makeup in the future? Now, there's some ways of looking at makeup kind of interesting, like um, when the economy is hot. You don't think of makeup as like uh, a good investment, but when the economy is slow, when people are getting cut, when jobs are getting cut, I'm not a woman, but I've seen women on TV. And one of the things that I know is that when the economy gets tough, when jobs are getting cut, some women that I've seen on TV will go to the store to get lipstick because lipstick is a luxury, but it's an affordable luxury. Like, you have to give up the spa, the $200 of someone cracking your back. Which, for the record, I don't believe in chiropractors. I do believe in Bigfoot, because I've actually seen it before. He was on a beach in New Jersey. Um, he was a very, very hairy uh, male specimen of the Sasquatchian kind. Um, but I'm totally digressing, aren't I? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. Um, Estee Lauder, always going to be people that need makeup, right? You could look at something like a Safeway and go, people are always going to need food. 
but the margins are so low. Oh, so then you start thinking about, okay, how about uh, a company like a Safeway, and they're not publicly traded right now, but they used to be. Um, how about a Whole Foods? They're charging, you know, a premium for the head of lettuce versus a, a discount. And then Amazon buys them and you have investment decisions, right? Or if you don't want to do that, maybe go after the food company, which we've talked about before. There's only about eight major companies that process food and put it in a box and send it to the grocery store. They keep buying each other. Um, it's a very, not incestuous, but there's not a lot of, co- there's not a lot of players. So it depends on how you want to invest. Anyway, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money investing, and more. What you want to talk about, pick up the phone, give me a call. Otherwise, it's Freeform Friday. Freeform Friday, everybody. Pick up your big writer's day. I'm uh, Big Daddy Black. Let's go to break. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Happy holidays, everyone, and welcome into Rob Black and Your Money. Uh, you're like, is it a best of? Or is he just fooling with us about the holidays? Yeah. LeBron James makes more money in advertising deals than he does playing basketball. Same thing with Steph Curry. Same thing with Kevin Bryant. Uh, Kevin Bryant? Kevin Durant. I know you're saying, man, your knowledge of basketball is weak. But those three people are the... Like uh, outlier, so to speak, of the sport, and you're seeing more and more people like Anthony Davis say, "I want to play in LA." Sports has a bit of a problem at this point in time because athletes are making more on endorsements than they are playing the game. Not all of them, but if you're a small city like a New Orleans, you're in trouble uh, because the star players want the eyeballs. They want to say, hey, we sell Nikes here in New York, and there's a lot more little kids who run around loving the basketball in New York than there are in New Orleans, right? So I'm trying to teach a little bit about that whole how things work, and I don't care about the sports finances. Like, I'm not trying to go there. I'm just saying it's all about eyeballs. And, you know, when I keep talking about that, whether it's video games or YouTube, um, it's a bit of a shifting game. Um. Credit cards. There's one card out right now called the Savor card. And it's actually got a pretty good capital one Savor. Savor, like savory. Are you with me? Offers 4% cash back on dining and entertainment. And my travel rewards one offers 3% back on dining. Which card do you think I'm going to go with in the future? I'll give you a second. I'll give you a second. I'll give you a second. That's right. The one that pays more back, right? Um, so that's out there. Um, the amount of snow this year hitting Tahoe and Truckee is crazy. Um, and yet it's kind of interesting because people are starting to talk about California's drought. Is it there? Is it not there? You know, uh, what are we looking at? Um, but just be safe. That's the one thing that'll throw out there on that with you. Uh, friends, cast members, friends, you know, enemy episodes of friends I've ever seen. This is really, really sad. I know you're saying Ross and Chandler and like all, all the buddies. I've never seen an episode of Friends. I've never seen a whole episode of Seinfeld either. And I'm actually okay with that. Um, I was trying to get successful in my life. Like I was trying to make money and maybe on occasion kiss a girl. 
I wasn't the kind of guy to lock myself in and watch must-see TV. But the Friends cast members still make $20 million a year. That's something, right? Uh, the show's going to remain on Netflix through 2019 because of this. Um, Netflix knows a lot of people sit their butts down and watch Friends, and they get their kids like, oh, this used to be my favorite show. Look at Jennifer Aniston. And is her name Aniston? Is it Aniston? Is it, An- like, you kind of forget, right? $20 million a year just in residuals. Ain't that something? I throw that out there because that's kind of where you want to get to. You want to create a product that pays you money. And if you can do it years after you stopped working, it's even better. I have, let's say, a million dollars in an account. And I've, I've gone for a combination of growth and income. So I get maybe 6 7% growth and income about 3%. You know, that million dollars would kick off $30,000 a year in income. But it also grow a little bit for me, right? And then when I don't work anymore and I'm just sitting on the, the couch eating corn chips and sketching birds, I know you're saying, oh, no, your retirement's taking a dark turn. You're going to be one of those weird bird guys. <laughs> My buddy. <laughs> I hate it when people call me pal or buddy. Hate it. So if you want to mess with me, call 800-516-1220 and say, hey, buddy. Um, achieving early retirement. We're talking about old 92 year old people and you need to respect my authority. Achieving early retirement can be done with the help of a simple habit. Um, it's going to sound crazy tracking your net worth. You should have some sort of net worth target and you know, you add up all your liabilities, you extract them from all your, your equities Assets, liabilities, debt, houses. You should know your net worth. And then you should also say, there's an area that I want to get to in net worth. Like, I can't even fathom being a billionaire. I don't want to get there. Like, because I can't even fathom it. Now, I can fathom spending $400,000 a year rolling like a celebrity. Um, Living in Beverly Hills. I do like Weezer. I officially became an old white guy when I started looking at the bands that I see in concert. <laughs> Coldplay and Weezer? What's wrong with me? Where did the years go? Anyway, um, I don't want you to have an obsession with your net worth, but I do want you to right now tell me what your net worth is or get in the ballpark. Um, are you in the range of one to two million? Zero to 250,000. Where do you want to go? That ability of knowing where you're going is so empowering and enabling. Just throwing that out there. Um, 800-516-1228 to get your calls on the air. You know, NASA's first moon mission was 50 years ago. And you start putting that in perspective. Like, that's crazy. It wasn't that long ago. So, and, uh. It's one of those things that we're like, we've been to the moon for a long time, and it really hasn't been all that long. Um, 800-516-1220, teach calls on the air. When I was growing up, um, typically right around winter, there was always like a, a campaign to get like soup labels or something like that, cereal top boxes, right? And Apple had this program where with schools, they could turn in, you know, if you turn in 400,000 labels, you got like one Mac computer or something like that. 
But what it did was it got Macs in front of kids. So Apple needs to come up with a, a kid phone, in my opinion, to continue to seed their product and kind of like get people used to their, their ecosystem at an early age. But that's neither here nor there. Now, you know who's going after the kids now? If you go to your kid's school, please check in with the principal so that you don't uh, look creepy. But if you go to your kid's school, know that when you go in the classroom, Google is dominating. So part of the motivation to move into the market is to get kids acclimated to Google products, and Google is moving into kindergarten through 12th grades. They're everywhere. Um, it's an online tool where you know teachers post homework, quizzes, essays, classroom activities, deadlines, readings, and so on. So I got a couple kids, and uh, they're in school because, well, let's put it this way. My kids are bright. They're kind of like me. They're big deals. They've done autopsies on whales before. Um, true story. True story. But um, all the communication with the teachers is all done through Google. Not all, but it's, Apple needs to continue to do this. Anyway, it's all about seeding the future, right? You see where I was going with that? I don't know. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Not my best show, not my worst show. I'm Rob Black. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. This is probably the only woman named Florence who I find incredibly beautiful and talented and skilled and like I'm in awe of. I, if I had that voice, I, I'd probably be homeless because I wouldn't know what to do with it. I, I wouldn't know what to do with that kind of skill. I can help tell you where I make mistakes. I've made a mistake in my 20s not living within my means. Um, spending too much. Trying to buy happiness with friends kind of thing. I can tell you mistakes that I made, like not setting proper goals. And like at one point in time, when I was 18 years old, I, basically at 20, 21, 22, I saw my dad work till the day he died. So my dad died pretty early in my life, all things considered. Um... And I was like, I don't want to do that. But my goal was to have a million dollars by the time I was 35, so I wouldn't have to work till the day I die. That was my goal. I thought if I had a million dollars, me and, and a, probably a woman named Becky, I don't know, me and a woman named Becky would sell oranges on the beach. Maybe in LA, maybe in Hawaii, maybe in Tahiti. I don't know. That was going to be my retirement plan. A million dollars. And the ability to sell oranges. And you're saying, that's not exactly a goal, Rob. That sounds like you were high. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, The mistakes I've made, not updating paperwork. Not reading paperwork. Not asking questions on paperwork. Um, Letting things like uh, fall out of cycle. At one point in time, when I was 18, I decided I'm going to save $166 a month each month for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years until I had my million dollars. And it was automatically coming on my bank account. And then for some reason, I forgot to maybe re-enroll or something like that. So it stopped happening. And I was like, ooh, lost a couple years of maxing out my savings. Because in the end, I spent the money, right? $166 a month will like burn a hole in a 20-year-old's pocket. I have a binder. It's embarrassing. With all my paperwork. You can have a fireproof safe if you want to. But it has all my accounts. And if I die, 
you know, uh, my significant other knows where to go to say, okay, let's see if he had insurance. If I get disabled, if I've had a stroke, I can't talk, my significant other knows where to go, who to file a claim with, with disability insurance. Um, having that kind of system is so, so helpful. Uh, I don't like messy rooms. I don't like a messy house. I don't like a messy kitchen. I'm okay with a messy toilet. I'm okay. I like toilets that look like... Okay, here's my greatest toilet story. I land in Germany. And I get on a train. And the train stops you know, a couple stations later. And I'm like, oh, good God. Something I ate went straight through me, right? So I go into the bathroom. And there's a hole in the ground. And there's a rope above it. I'm like, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> like, I couldn't figure out the, the math of it. You basically grab the rope, pull down your pants, and hang your butt over a big hole and poop into it. I'm never going back to Germany ever again. That's it. One and done. One and done. I'm out. Wiedersehen. Um, I know you're saying that 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 story could have been better. <laughs> I think it could have also. Um, so in politically correct world, incorrect world, or correct world, um, there's a, a series of, of children's books, and one of them is called um, The Really Ugly Duckling and Other Fairly Stupid Tales. Um, awesome book where the gingerbread man, he does get eaten. He doesn't get away. He gets eaten. And there's, a, there's one where uh, the ugly duck grows up to be a really ugly duck. And that's typically how it goes in the world, and the same in investing. But we live in a world of fairy tales where we're like, well, I'm going to see if this $6 stock will become $45. It doesn't happen usually in a lifetime. But because you've seen it so many times happen, you're like, this is going to be the one. So ugly duckling investments typically grow up to be even uglier investments. It's a good investment lesson. Fairy tales aren't real. Someday soon my prince will come. He's not coming. He's not coming. He's on Tinder. So I could have gone with a a different, more dark app site that I could have gone into, but I'm not going to. Okay. Um, market timing is a scam. I'm not allowed to use the word scam. So in my head, market timing is a scam. So I have to filter it and say, I've never met a market timer worth a million dollars. Show me the one person who can double your money every three months. There's there's commercials that claim this. Double your money every two to four months. Promises starting with only a $99 class and $400 newsletter and web service that you log into our computers and use the workshop for $4,000. You'll hear the claim. You'll never actually perform it because they wouldn't take your money. If you doubled your money every four months, $10,000 would be $5.3 trillion in 10 years. I want some of that. Don't we all? It's like the lottery when it hits $250 million. I'm interested. Anything under $250 million is not worth my time. We're a nation of suckers. I once wrote, and see, I can't even do this anymore. I once wrote Mary Meeker is a whore. It was a chapter in my book. And the editors, I had to change it to Mary Meeker is like a whore because I couldn't prove that she's a whore. I said, Susie Orman's the devil. And they're like, no, no, no. You got to say she's like the devil. So you're allowed to like, that's how attorneys work. Beautiful, right? And Mary Meeker was a tech analyst. And, um, and the reason I used that term was that it was kind of a paid love. She was paid by her employer to go on TV and promote stocks. She wasn't paid to work with you. 
So you have to be very, very careful who you get advice from and who you who you adore and who you don't, who your Buddha's on the mountain are and who they aren't. So um, Susie Orman is like the devil for the record. I think she has horns and a tail. I once met her at the TV station in the lobby. Awkward. I'm Rob Black. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.